0: Good morning and welcome at that time once again the Patriot Radio News Hour live. What is it? Tuesday.
1: My Friday.
0: Your Friday. Yeah, Wendy's in <laughs> studio today. I don't I'm Joe, I'm Joe Jacquin, <laughs> CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number 800 We got a lot to talk about. There I'm going to say this. There's going to be a new Federal Reserve chief come the end of February. We're going to talk all about it. It's kind of got the markets uh, in a different place. We'll recap it all. There's been all kinds of news and speculation as to who it's going to be. I'm going to tell you who I think it's going to be, and it's going to be one of those people where, uh, just like Donald Trump has said, I don't like high rates, and and it's going to be someone extremely, extremely dovish, and it's going to be very, very good for those of us in the hard assets arena. You know, we've been watching here over the last, what, couple of weeks, uh, gold and silver falling, and and we've seen the dollar rise, the 10-year note rise all over some dots on a chart, if you can believe that. And and then earlier this week, and that, it may have even been late last week. And I think it was. I think it was late last week. A name leaked out as to who it could be. And who and, is that? Well, I'm, not, I'm, build, I'm, building, yeah, up. I'm building, building up. I'm building up. Okay, he's building up. And I saw the name. And I was like, there's not a snowball's chance, and you know what, that that person's going to be getting the job. If you've listened to anything uh, that Donald Trump said. And today, and I and again, not surprised, I'm not surprised, a different name has come out. And this is the guy. This, that's just my opinion. We're going to break all of that down for you. But the reason why Wendy was here, is number one she did a a time honored Arizona tradition over the weekend that has complained for the last two days and I want to share it with you and then of course we've got a great opportunity which is really why she was in here. But in a lot of places right you gotta mow the grass you got to shovel the driveway, right? These are things rake that the leaves. rake the leaves right. and all. You don't do any of that in Arizona. No. You don't shovel snow. You definitely don't rake any leaves because you actually have to have trees uh, right. Okay. Right? Yeah. that actually have leaves, um, right? And, and you don't mow the grass. And if you do mow the grass, it, it's. It's not a, It's not like it's a yard full of grass, right? It may be like a 10 by 15 foot oval of grass, maybe. But what you do here in Arizona, and I don't know what happens, but you, you, you have to every year. I call it the annual raking of the rocks, and then... Every And it seems like every three to five years, depending, you've got to add rock. I don't know where the rock goes, you know, because everyone's front lawn, you know, and I say, 99% of the people, their lawn is rock.
1: Yes, my backyard is like that, too.
0: Right, right it's just it's rock. rock. It's rock. And sometimes you got to rake it because where you travel, the areas that get traveled, the rocks, you know, get pushed along the edges, and sometimes you got to rake them back into the right. middle and... But I don't know where, it go, but it does. Like every three, four, well, I, five years, I know you, gotta, you gotta you gotta buy more rock.
1: Right, but but I know where mine goes because I have five dogs. Okay. So in my backyard, where the rock is, because I have a big pool and then I have rocks, they poop. So you gotta pick up the poop.
0: So you're saying, rocks, as you're picking up, up the poop, poop I pick up one rocks. or two rocks
1: no, per not. poop
0: pickup. A lot
1: of rocks, a lot of rocks. But that's not but that's not what I did. I was moving river rock.
0: John river and I rock. I moving
1: river rock.
0: Because you wanted to have decorative no, 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 rock. No, no, no.
1: No? No, no. We have this area that's, that's right by the hose, and every time I have to go turn on the hose, <laughs> I fall on the rock. And I said to John, I don't want these river rocks here anymore, you know, after six years of living there. So we got a wheelbarrow from a neighbor, and we bent down, and we picked up five wheelbarrows full of river rock. But, the
0: moving dead. of the rock.
1: Right, moving of the rock, and I was bending over and standing up bending over, and <laughs> Sunday night, I, Monday morning, I I could hardly move. I, I was just like, why did I do this?
0: And I'm only laughing because <laughs> it's only in Arizona where you have to move the, the, the right. moving of the rocks, and whether it's moving river rock, or, you know, that's the other one. I forgot about that. Yes, moving rock from one place to another, it's like it's like furniture, right? And let's rearrange the rock. Let's so she spent the the whole weekend re- rock rearranging, right? And
1: now I can't move.
0: And now she, <laughs> now I can't move. You know,
1: and, and and he laughed at me, you know. And but I found a good special, so so we're, we I'm happy.
0: We 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 have a great special. It is. Uh, we're going to talk is. about that when we get back, and then we're going to talk about why I think the. The whole market is getting ready to change. And, and really, it was never going to be the way they thought it was going to be anyway. Around, charging from the gate! Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll free number, 800 951 0592, the website at allamericangold.com. Today's special, uh, we don't have it on the website because it's not an item that we normally carry. Matter of fact, we've only sold it once, and it sold so well that we've been trying to get them back ever since. If it's something where we can get to the point where we may be able to keep them in regular supply, I'll add it. I'll add it to the website. But but right now, uh, we, we don't think we can do it. Uh, so we're going to wait on it. But here, here I'm going to give you the, the special. And then I'm going to tell you why you need to have it. Because something very important happened today. It doesn't have to do with Las Vegas. It doesn't have to do with Tom Petty passing, which, by the way, broke my heart. Uh, Just loved his music. Uh, but, But it really has to do with what we really were talking about yesterday. They didn't fix anything. What they've done is covered it all up with a lot of debt, and I mean a lot. And, and just as I'm sitting here, you know, they, they say they can't see the bubble. It's right in front of our face. Uh, and it's still, hey, listen, they're still filling it up. Right? But it's getting ready to get done. We have two different items. And, and you can mix and match. You can buy all of one or all of another. It doesn't matter. I think it was, what, two or three months ago. We had gotten some in and we had actually got them on accident. and, and we, we, we sold them out. We had these silver one ounce silver bars. and they came in these, these sheets, and there was 10 of them in a sheet. And what I guess what makes it kind of neat is you can handle them Cause, and then it's really it's, it's a pretty sturdy sheet unlike some of the other sheets that coins come in. And you can see them and flip them around, because the one thing with silver that that, that I always hate, like, like the silver eagles, they come in the tube, and when you take them out, because you, you want to look at them, and the oil on your hands get on them, and then they tone, and, and not that the toning hurts the value, it just doesn't look as pretty. So these they come in sheets. We have two different types. We've got sheets of 10, and then sheets of twenty. The sheets of ten are a hundred and eighty five dollars. The sheets of of twenty are going to obviously be double that, right? So double the the one eighty five is three hundred and seventy five dollars. That puts them at, at like a a dollar eighty five, a dollar eighty four, a dollar eighty three over spot. So you're you're getting, and when with silver, we know buying silver uh, that close to spot has become very very difficult. So this is something that's very affordable. As far as, you know what, you want one sheet, right, it's $185. If you want a sheet of 20, it's 370 I got 50 sheets of each. So the last time we had these, I only had 20 sheets, and they went, I think we were out before the program ended. So I've got 50 sheets of the 10, and I've got 50 sheets of the 20. These are one-ounce, individual one-ounce silver bars. And they the rows are five across, right? And one's got two rows of five. The other sheet's got four rows of five. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Now we're going to very quickly talk about what's happened over the last three weeks because you know we had gold what at highs for the year. We had a, a Fed meeting coming. So kind of like oh, with with a Fed meeting with a press conference, right? And so we've gotten into this pattern where we know Fed meeting with a press conference, they're going to sell, right? They're going to sell before the meeting and then wait. So they sold it down to, you know, 13.30 and you know, silver was above 18 bucks. And then the Fed meeting happened and they focused not on what Janet Yellen said. Remember, it was one of those press conferences where I was telling you, wow, that was the maybe the worst Federal Reserve press conference I had seen. And it seemed like Janet Yellen was very disjointed. Uh, it didn't make a lot of sense. And instead, what they did is they focused in on this dot plot chart. And the dot plot chart in simple terms, every Fed governor. And and those that are sit you know, you got Fed governors and those that sit on the board. And I think and I know the, the board's not at full strength right now, but there was, I don't know, fifteen to seventeen dots. And what it was is where do you see interest rates? And it's got dates. One date was December and and it, re- it went for, like, four years. And actually, I guess that, that wasn't true. It went for three years. My bad, three years, this dot chart. And they focused in on December, where there was four dots for, yeah, no, no rate hikes, and a bunch of dots in the, I guess it would be a rate hike camp, but it really wasn't a rate hike camp. It was the, hey, I'm not giving up camp. And, and they made this big deal about it, and I didn't understand it, because the dot chart really hadn't changed. It really was pretty much the status quo. But nonetheless, that's what they like to do. And then, of course, in the following, after the meeting, we heard three Fed governors in a row come out and say no rate hikes. Then you got one that said yes. Then you had Janet Yellen come out and say hey, we may be wrong about this inflation thing, which was kind of like, hey, casting doubt. But then last, late last week, which kind of really drove the price down, the name Kevin Warsh came out as the front runner to replace Janet Yellen. And a lot of you probably don't know the name, and that's okay. That's why you listen here, because I know it. And, And I was in shock. I'm like, there's not a chance that this guy gets it. He was one of the few that was very strongly against quantitative easing. He is very hawkish. He believes that rates are too low. He believes that the idea of quantitative easing was a bad one, and you know what? Quite honestly, he was probably right. And and they and the dollar took off, and, and I'll just give you as an example: the dollar hit a low of ninety one. It's now at ninety three fifty two. It got as high. Is ninety three ninety two, so almost ninety four, which in a matter of what a couple of weeks, that's a big move. I think that move's about over. The ten year note, which right before the the meeting got below two point one, rose all the way back to two point like three five two three six. And is now, after today, with the new name, is moving back down as well. And and I don't understand why they would do that, you know, pick a guy and say this is the front runner. I don't, yes, Donald Trump did interview. Donald Trump actually interviewed four different people very quietly. I think that's part of what caught the market off guard, is it, it didn't make a lot of fanfare. But he has interviewed four people to replace Janet Yellen Janet Yellen's term ends at the end of February now I kind of had speculated over the last several Federal Reserve meetings and listening to Janet Yellen speak that she was on her way out Uh, Donald Trump has made no bones about the fact that he wants rates to be low this morning Another name came out. I think this is going to be the guy. According to J.P. Morgan, there is now a 44% short treasury position in the marketplace. By the way, that's the highest in 11 years. Right, that was right as getting ready for the crash. Right, Everyone was saying, okay, interest rates are definitely going down. Uh, and the reason is there is a new name being mentioned as Fed, the new Federal Reserve Chief. It appears what spooked the weaker shorts in, into coming out this morning as a rerun in a story from Politico that the speculation that Maverick Hawk, Kevin Warsh, is the frontrunner to replace Janet Yellen. However, it now appears that a far more dovish candidate has emerged in Jerome Powell. Jerome Powell currently sits on the Federal Reserve Board. He doesn't oversee a bank like the San Francisco Fed or the St. Louis Fed, but he is on the Board of Governors. A far more hawkish, or far more dovish, excuse me, candidate than Warsh, who has uh, never lashed out at Fed policy, who is a favorite of current Treasury Secretary Stephen Mnuchin. So this is the guy Mnuchin likes. He is also a guy who has spent most of his career, at least the part where he was actually on Wall Street for a while, and I'll get to that in a minute, but he has spent most of his career working on regulations. And of course, one of the things Donald Trump has has been doing is eliminating a lot of regulation, and and Powell was a guy who was trying to be was very dovish. He didn't want a lot of the regulation that we have seen, and now I think we're going to see a big shift. They said the that the process is now. Jerome Powell, along with Steve Mnuchin, favoring Powell, and that Warsh, who was always viewed as a top contender, does not really know President Trump well, and of course his policy of what he's been on record as saying doesn't fit. They say a decision could be made in the next two or three weeks now, remember, Janet Yellen's term ends at the end of February, but it appears that Donald Trump has made up his mind that uh, that Janet Yellen uh, may not be the one that's going to be appointed. So we'll have to wait and see, but I think Jerome Powell is going to be the guy. And the only reason why I say that is if Donald Trump means what he says which so far I think he does, right? He wants less regulation, and he doesn't want high interest rates. Powell's the guy. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. I'm not sure. I thought I thought Janet Yellen still had a chance, but acor- according to the odds makers, Janet Yellen is on her way out, and now it's a question of who it's going to be. You got me. I'm on record. I think it's going to be uh, Jerome J. Powell as our new Fed chief. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional
2: conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. In September, President Trump released a plan to phase out the Illegal Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, or DACA. In this release, Trump has not revoked anyone's legal status, nor is anyone in danger of being rounded up for deportation. DACA recipients still have the same rights they had before, no more and no less. DACA was never supposed to be permanent. When President Obama unilaterally instituted the program in 2012 without congressional approval, he promised recipients temporary protection for two years at a time, and President Trump is honoring that pledge. Remember, all DACA recipients are illegal aliens, citizens of another country who came here illegally, even if they were brought here as children. Many of them actually came here on their own as teenagers, and many of the children were brought by smugglers or traffickers. Among those who preemptively denounced Trump's announcement were Apple and Microsoft, both of which said they have DACA recipients on their payrolls. These companies, of course, didn't say how much the so-called dreamers were being paid or why no U.S. citizens or legal residents could be found to do those jobs. Apple and Microsoft happen to be the biggest abusers of a system that allows U.S. technology corporations to avoid federal tax on earnings parked in overseas accounts. Apple's untaxed cash hoard has reached an astounding $246 billion, while Microsoft is in second place with $131 billion overseas. A group of CEOs signed a joint letter claiming that ending DACA would hurt the economy, But Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin isn't buying it, saying, There's a lot of people that left the workforce, and our objective is to bring them back into the workforce. In the furor over what to do about DREAMers, it's important to remember that DACA was never lawfully instituted by President Obama in the first place. DACA's companion program, known as DAPA, was thrown out by the federal courts last year. And DACA was likely to suffer the same fate.
0: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Illegal immigration burdens our schools and social services and opens doors to criminals and terrorists. Outdated visa programs divert jobs from Americans. PhyllisSchlafly.com chronicles these outrageous unfair practices and provides answers. Go online to PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592. Uh, 3 lines still open on our sheets. These are one-ounce silver bars. If I am right, and I'm right most of the time, I'm wrong sometimes, but I'm, I'm pretty good at this. Uh, I think the the dollar uh, correction, you know, the dollar still, the path is down I think the the rumor mill is starting to settle down I'm it sure appears that Janet Yellen is going to be out now Uh, Jerome Powell is my front-runner to replace her that is going to put a stop I think immediately to rate hikes and and really quite honestly with with what I've got to share next, it makes sense. And I think the dollar is, is you know, it, it bounced off the bottom. This is kind of one of those dead cat bounce. You know, a lot of rumor and speculation. And I think all of that is going to be just that. Uh, and the facts still remain. We're kind of in the same spot we've always been. Uh, but you've got two different items here. we got sheets of 10. 10 one-ounce Silver bars, uh, and the, I will say this: I'm not a a huge silver bar fan, and of course, and I've said this a million times. I'm not a huge silver fan in general, uh, just because it's it's bulkier, it's heavier, right? I'm a gold guy, uh, but man, you just can't beat the price. And when you can't beat the price, you got to buy it. You know, when you're talking a dollar eighty over spot, you know, dollar eighty five over spot, you got to buy it. So sheets of 10 are 185 and then we've got some we've never had, the sheets of 20, uh, and those are 370 If you want to use your credit card, we take Visa, MasterCard, American Express, Discover, add $5 to the sheets of 10, $10 to the sheets of 20 uh, on the credit card. If you've never ordered from us before, and you're like, man, I want I want to do it, but I'm afraid. It's the easiest thing you'll ever do. You just call us up. Wendy's going to answer the phone. You just tell her, hey, Wendy, I want I want the silver sheet special. And she'll say, well, which one do you want? You want the 10? You want the 20? You just tell her. Hey, I want the 10. Okay, how many do you want? You want one? You want five? Ten? And you just tell her how many you want. She's going to give you the total. You pay for the, the product most people... Uh, pay with personal check. But like I said, if you want to use your credit card, you can do that as well. And then we ship the product to you. Once we have good funds, we ship the product to you. Registered, insured, U.S. mail. If you bought a large quantity, like if you bought 20 of the sheets of 20, that's probably going to go ground UPS. But otherwise, uh, signature required. But either way, whether it's UPS or U.S. mail, you have to sign for it, so they're not just going to leave it at your door where someone could take it. Or that's not going to happen. Uh, and that's it. Right? We we don't we don't have a phone room here. We don't call you. We don't do any of that stuff, and we just keep it simple. When you call us. We're not going to try to tell you, oh, don't buy that and buy something else, right? That's the old bait and switch. You don't get any of that. There's no hard sales tactics, and it couldn't be easier. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And this, you know what? I'm going to share. I'm going to read this with you. And this is part of our problem. Is When we elect these politicians, once they get in charge, right, they always have the the miraculous way of all of a sudden becoming somebody else. That just happened today. In selling the Republican tax plan, White House Budget Chief Mick Mulvaney has moved away from the principle that made him a standout in Congress. What made him stand out, Mulvaney used to be the guy leading the charge about reining in the federal budget deficits. Now that he has the ability to do so, nah. (laughs) Nah, I don't want to do that. Early estimates of the GOP tax framework released earlier this, well, I guess last month, Will cause the budget deficit to balloon, Mulvaney said. And only some of the broad tax cuts are canceled by scrapping deductions and closing loopholes. In other words, at least what we've seen so far, this thing's going to be even worse than I thought. On Sunday, the Office of Management and Budget, which is Mulvaney is the director argued that deficits are necessary to unlock the growth the Trump administration wants to see. Now, remember yesterday's show. What did we say was really happening over the last 10 years? Something that has never, ever happened before. Which is when you strip out the the growth added by federal debt we're actually still in the recession and not just by a little bit by a lot right now the fu- the federal yearly budget deficit is almost 8% of all gdp in the country that's just the deficit part right we know federal spending is almost 25% of the entire GDP. And now the Office Director of Management and Budget came out and said, hey, guess what? They're going to get a lot bigger. We need to have new deficits because of that, Mulvaney said. We need to have growth. And, and I guess I, I want the question that I, I want to know is at what cost? Is that really the growth we're looking for? Because anybody could do that. Right? This is why, you know what, our founding fathers never wanted these guys in charge to begin with. Anybody can get growth by running huge budget deficits. If we simply look at this as being deficit neutral, talking about the tax cuts, if we ran a plan that didn't add, you know, you paid for it, okay? That doesn't mean the deficit's gonna go down, but we're gonna try to not increase it anymore. You're never going to get the type of tax reform and tax reduction that you need to sustain a 3% economic growth. And, And I'm looking at it, 3%. We can't even do that anymore. And now, and, and at least here, you know what, I'm going to give him some attavoy. Because at least he's being truthful. What does that all mean for all of us? We're going to talk about that next and why I think this actually is why Jay Powell is going to be the next, the next Fed Chief. Pick up those silver sheets. 800-951-0592. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. 800 951 0592. Listen, I know it's hard. And I know for whatever reason, everybody, no one knows what to do. I promise you, this is exactly, really, quite honestly, I'm going to give Mick Mulvaney an attaboy. He's telling the truth for once. I want to give you a little color about who this guy was. He was the founder of the Freedom Caucus, right? You know the guys that were, you know, wouldn't vote for the health care stuff, right? And, and, you know, Rand Paul and, and Ted Cruz and all these guys that were, were talking about uh, deficit-neutral things. Uh, Superstorm standing member uh, took out New Jersey. He's like, hey, listen, if you want relief funds, where are we cutting? This was him. And now he's saying, listen, we can't grow without it now. This is the new America. The only way we know how to do it is by creating more debts. And I'm going to go all the way, This and this was a policy that took decades to come to fruition. You go back to all the free trade agreements, all of the things that you know we didn't want, that you knew was going to lead to the destruction of the United States as we knew it. It's all happened. And they're trying to tell you that it w- what a great thing it was. Wall Street's at an all-time high because the guys like Mick Mulvaney are coming out and saying, listen, we'll just pile on the federal debt. As it stands right now, and the number keeps getting bigger, and it's going to keep getting bigger. They're now saying 2.4 trillion dollars over the next 10 years is going to be added to the budget deficit. On top of on top of the 10 trillion that they already said was going to be added, now you're at 12. Listen, I'm telling you, 20, just 20 trillion dollars. That is what it's going to be. Why, because I said so? No, because I know how to do math, and so does this guy. And the realities are, this is what has happened. We used to be able to get 3% GDP. That was a bad year without a budget deficit. Now they're saying we can't get 3% GDP growth without adding trillions of dollars to the deficit. And this is why a guy like Jay Powell is needed. You can't finance. How are you going to finance 30 $40, 50000000000000 trillion? Dollars? <laughs> you can't do it. Even that a 2% Fed funds rate would be ridiculous. You know it's ridiculous. I know it's ridiculous. Janet Yellen knows it's ridiculous. Jay Powell knows it's ridiculous. But you know what? It sounds good. And then you, you have to ask yourself the ultimate question. What's it going to do to our future? And you start looking around. You start realizing what's really happened. We got 44 million people working side hustle jobs. Yesterday, I told you, over the last 10 years, we've only created 3.8 million full-time jobs, total. There's almost 4 million people a year that graduate from college. We can't even, we're, we're creating about 388,000 full-time jobs with 4 million people graduating from college every year. Right? <laughs> We're adding 2.3 million people to the population every year with only 388,000 full-time jobs. How bad is it? I'll give you an example. IBM, remember them? For the first time, I think, in history, IBM now employs more people in India than it does here in the United States and I bring that up because IBM used to employ what four, five hundred thousand people in the United States it's now down to a hundred and twenty thousand went from and this was 1999. They had 400,000 people working in the United States. And IBM, you worked full time. There's now 120,000. They employ 130,000 people in India. And I bring that up, that's just an example. You know, when we talked about, and really when my uncle talked about in the mid-90s what NAFTA and GATT and free trade was really about, and globalism and the new world order, this is what it's left us. We went from $100 billion deficits to $1 trillion deficits. We went from a... Working male, ages 25 to 54, 96% of them working, so now we're in the 80s, right. the list goes on and on, we, you just look at participation rates and all those other things, and it's all happening, in slow motion, but it's happening problem is we're getting ready to what hit the downhill. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. All you need to know right here, Mick Mulvady, Mr. Deficit Hawk himself says forget all that. I know that's how I got elected and everything else, but forget it. Can't do it. And then you start thinking about what happens when you enter this phase. Do you think this is this is the good phase? I mean, Wall Street's at an all-time high, right? Even Warren Buffett today came out on the, oh, well, you know, it's okay. It's justified these ridiculous prices because interest rates are so low. And... The realities are just the opposite. It's okay for a little while. He's right about that. Hey, for a little while that works. (laughs) But then slowly but surely, they get so big. The deficits get so enormous. The burdens become unpayable. Snuck in between all the headlines on Drudge today, there's a great little article about what's happening in all the cities in Connecticut. Go find it. I'm tired of telling you about it. We're going broke, sure, as I'm sitting here. And now they're saying, listen, we need to go broke faster. That's their solution. They know the the budget. These tax cuts aren't going to pay for itself. And the reason actually is simple: interest rates aren't at nineteen percent,
2: <laughs>
0: right? Because then you can cut the you know what out of them. That interest rates aren't even at four or five percent. There's no cutting to do. And all we're looking at is what we're giving away more money to corporations that are already trading at stock prices that are way overvalued. And, you know, you look at history and you see them all the time, and then they talk about we can't see it. You need to know. You know. Get ready. Man, do yourself a favor. When when nobody else is buying, that's when you need to buy, and that's what's happening here. We got sheets uh, of silver bars. We got two different sheets. We got a sheet of ten and a sheet of twenty. The sheets of ten are at one hundred and eighty-five dollars. That's way below two dollars over spot. Like a dollar eighty, dollar depending on you know, because silver moves quite a bit between a buck eighty, buck eighty-five over spot. They're one hundred eighty-five dollars if you want to double it, get a sheet of twenty. They're $370 at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I think we've kind of seen the the best-case scenario, right, which is what they always follow, which is, oh, yeah, there's going to be a rate hike in December, and, and, and Kevin Warsh is going to be the new uh, Fed Reserve Chief, and now I think we're kind of getting back to reality here, which is, yeah, probably not a rate hike in December, and... Probably Jay Powell is going to be the new Fed chief, uh, which means what? Easy policy, and, and really, in looking at what Mick Mulvaney said, I don't see how you can't. We're going to be adding trillions more to the deficit. Patriot Radio News Hour, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Thank you so much. It's your support and your orders that keep us here. Take care. Have a great day.